Hello my lovelies and welcome to yet another episode of Prabhamoyo. I'm your host Anne and together we will journey to imagine African women's healing, pleasure and joy. On today's episode, I have my lovely mother Isabel Sibanda Morapa. <laughs> Um, my mother is one of the sweetest people I know. I know everybody says this about their mother, but my mom is one of the sweetest people I know. She's like that English teacher that changes, like who changes your life forever. And you're constantly thinking about them long after you've left school. A very supportive and hardworking hun. So, hey, Izzy. <laughs> Hello, Em. Thank you for being here. So I have introduced you how I know you to be. Like it's just a fraction, but it's how I know you to be. So would you introduce yourself the best way you know yourself? Um, thank you so much for having me. My name is Isabel. I am a mom of two beautiful and amazing young women. I am a teacher and I am very passionate about what I do. I'm a very gentle and reserved person, but I do speak out my mind if I'm not happy about something. I am very loving. Um, I love music, like music calms, it, calms me down. Mm. I think that's about all since you've already said. Something about me. <laughs> um, yeah, so like getting right into it. Um, is like was motherhood something that you always wanted for yourself, that you always dreamt about about doing or becoming in some at some point in your life, or did it just happen to you because the girls are not on birth control? <laughs> um Motherhood wasn't on my plan uh, when it happened. Um, but I don't regret it at all. I had my first daughter when I was 24. That was exactly seven years after finishing my O-levels and not having anything to do. Um, I couldn't pursue my dreams as my dad was pensioned with when I was only in form one. So there was no money literally for me to carry on with school or pursue a desired course. And so, okay, so you had your first daughter because you, I don't want to say you were bored, but there wasn't much you were doing. So like dating is just like, you know, that was like your pastime. And that, <laughs> that was like your pastime anyway. So you had your first daughter and then you had me. You had like the opportunity to decide whether you could have me or not. Why didn't you like make a decision on whether you wanted to be a mother the second time around or not? Um, When I, I had my daughter my first daughter, I then got married immediately oh. and became in the housewife. And at some point I had to go and stay in the rural areas with my mother-in-law for some months. 
And yeah, so I, I couldn't really plan my life on my own now because I, I, I was a wife, I was a mother, I was a daughter-in-law. So there were quite a lot of things to consider before making any decision for myself. Mm-hmm. And so, but then, you know, after you've had that experience of, you know, I can't imagine, but going to the rural areas, living with these people from another family, you know, away from also knowing how my granddad was and how he treated you, I can imagine the adjustment you know, that you had to, like, go through when you were, like, living with these people are, like, slightly, they are completely foreign to you because they're not your family. But then somewhere along the lines, at, like, 28, um, you're pregnant with me, and then you decide, I'm going to go back to school at 28. I'm going to be in college. I'm going to be doing my first my first year in college at 28. Was my pregnancy, like, was your belly big when you were pregnant with me? Or was it just like cute, cute? You could cover it up. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> um, uh, living in the rural areas was very difficult for me because I was not used to that kind of life. I used to go visit and come back, but not literally stay for more than a month or more. So it was really difficult, and it was hard to adjust. And I had a little baby. So, yeah, it was really hard. But also while I was there, I then decided, no, I I will not live my life like this. I need to go back to town. I need to plan my life and do something. I went to school. I need to do something. I can't just be a a housewife. So I then went back to town. And then my second uh, pregnancy happened. It wasn't planned either. <laughs> um, I was already planning <laughs> to do it in my life when I got pregnant with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, although the pregnancy made me sick, it didn't stop me from applying for jobs. Uh, when I was seven months pregnant, I wasn't really big. I think when I was seven, people were only starting to kind of suspect that I was pregnant or but I was already like seven months gone mm-hmm. and um, so when I was seven months I went for an interview at, at a teacher's college United College of Education to be precise I passed the interview and I was really excited I started college when when my daughter was only two months old it broke my heart having to leave you behind, <laughs> but I had also to focus on uh, my future, my life, and wanting to you guys to have a good life. Uh, so since I left my daughter, uh, my baby at home, I couldn't be a res at college, so I was commuting every day, which was also difficult. But um, the thought of going back home to my baby just like made me look forward to going back home. Yeah, it was difficult, but yeah, I made it. <laughs> no, I'm glad you like persevered um, through all of that because, and like you know this, um, like you've always been like one of the women that I look up to. Um, 
because just like your your that part of your story has always been so inspirational to me and i've always admired that about you so thank you thank you for making that decision for yourself and for us um <laughs> but so now like i want to know what has been the most challenging experience for you in motherhood um the most challenging thing about motherhood was um firstly having two very difficult pregnancies i was vomiting i was spitting all the time i was always sick and yeah each baby is um different and has its own challenges there is no formal formula sorry for motherhood you just have to embrace it and enjoy each milestone with your baby um my first daughter was asthmatic from as early as 2 years so that meant me being at the doctor every time she had an attack um uh, being protective of uh, my offspring is natural so it is difficult being away from children and worrying if they are okay or safe you know mm-hmm. also because i had to leave you guys uh, behind with a nanny and your daddy when i had to go and teach in the rural um schools mm-hmm. and coming back every friday just to have like the two three days with you before going back to work so yeah it is you know that part is really challenging uh, when you are a mom because you want to be around your kids all the time you want to see and make sure they are safe make sure they eating healthy make sure they are well dressed mm-hmm. yeah and so now then like looking at those challenges um and like how they affected like who you became as a person um why is it that when women become mothers it becomes their identity um like people just start to know you as Tina's mom um and really do they ever like refer you as like refer to you as just Isabel um like the individual without like of course you were your kids but you know people are not speaking to me and saying oh Isabel's daughter people see me as Anne and all my interests and everything that I like and you know how I present myself to the world but when it comes to like mothers you're seen as like a mom before you're seen as anything else so why does it seem so hard for women to carve this identity beyond just being a mom um i think being a mother becomes your new identity especially in our culture where you sort of lose your name and start being called by your first child's name most of the time um once you are a mom then you become a new person and your focus shifts from yourself to your children and um you know carrying life in you and bringing uh life into the world is priceless mm-hmm. so we really embrace that motherhood and um it means something to be called by your your child's name 
Um, I, I really find that interesting because like I said earlier on when I was introducing you, like I know you as, there's a way that I know you. So like I know you as being extremely creative and talented. Um, you're smart. You're like really smart. Um, you can draw page. You, you can make your clothes. Um, like you can make your own clothes. If you woke up and decided to, you could. Um, you used to like, do our hair you used to act in church you you love baking you love reading you literally like what a lot of creatives think they are <laughs> but they're not you you are that but that's not something i've seen you like expressing a lot of um over the years um and so why do you do less of that now in comparison to like those earlier years when I was younger and I was eating from the ceramic bowls that you had made in pottery class. Uh, thank you for the compliment. Um, being a mother, a wife, and a professional somehow makes one put her interests aside and focus on others and building a beautiful environment for your family. So there is hardly enough time to pursue your own interests. I still cook though. <laughs> I still love cooking. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I haven't been active with art and writing as I feel they need a good emotional state of mind to create something amazing. But now that my girls have grown, it's something <laughs> that I've been thinking of going back to. Please do. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, and so now, okay, now looking at, you know, how motherhood has, like, shaped you, broken you, and all of that, do you think you received, like, you you received the right amount of journey, I mean, of support throughout this journey um, from, like, when you started in 1994? Yo, girl! Yes. Like, um. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> It's been a while, <laughs> but like since you started in 1994 until now in like 2023, do you think you received enough support? Um, and if you if you did, what did that support look like? Um, but if you didn't, what kind of support would you have loved to receive? Um, that's a bit difficult to say. Um, I received a lot of support from my side of the family. Even though at first they were disappointed that I had gotten pregnant. Um, when you become a mom for the first time, you need all the support you can get. Um, you don't know how to hold the baby. You don't know how to bath it. You don't know how to feed it. And also, you don't know how to take your own body, take care of your own body because uh, you need to heal also after giving birth. So you need um, people who will help you, tell you things to do, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to eat, to bring back that strength, and also to help you with the baby. But yeah, I did get it, but it wasn't as much as I would have loved it to be. But also I think, uh, it was a blessing in in disguise because then I got to raise my babies the way I wanted 
and not um, what somebody would tell you to like raise your, your, your child. Because uh, sometimes when you do get that support, someone will say, ah, you don't need to dress uh, that baby this and that, or you, you can't feed that child, the baby this at, at this time. So for me, it was a, a learning uh, journey and also being independent and wanting to do things my way and wanting to raise my girls my way. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, not, I'm laughing because I think like I've always, you know, looked at how different like my upbringing was from other people that I was um, immediately exposed to. Um, and like one of those things being like the relationship that you and I have had and the one that you've had with my sister. Um, I've really noticed how you've been intentional with like becoming our friend over time and like getting to know us, like making time to just build that relationship. And so, but then when I interact with other people, it's not like a similar experience with their mothers. There's a lot of, yeah, like there's a lot of tension there. Um, some kids even share, some daughters even share how they are, like they feel like they're in some form of competition with their mothers um, in that house. And it, like for me, that's something I obviously empathize, but it's it's not something I can easily like imagine or think of because that hasn't been like the relationship that we've had and like seeing how you're not intentional about just being our mom you're like our friend's mom you're like you just meet people and you're like I'm your mom I'm your mother this is my son this is my daughter <laughs> and I'm like girl <laughs> um but yeah like you're just so so excited about sharing that motherly love so I wanted to know, like, why is it important for you to make people feel, like, why do you feel like it's important for you to make people feel loved or to to just show people that motherly love that, you know, they might not even get at home? Um, being a mom uh, is something special. And I I'm really grateful that you guys, became my close friends, that you were so open with me, that we could talk about anything, like you did not need to, to ask advice from somebody else, like you would come to me. We were literally open, we were like friends. And I always say to you guys, it's the three of us against the world. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really love our relationship. I really love how you guys are so open with me that we even discuss your boyfriend, we discuss your breakups. I stop, I'm there to, like I'm your shoulder to cry on and all that. Um, we, and I'm very open, I'm very friendly. And also, I, I don't remember bringing you up using like a shambok or something. I never used to beat you. I believe in talking. Like the new one. <laughs> oh, so well, yeah. Rain, we'll never forget <laughs> that one, but. <laughs> Once or twice, but like, uh, uh, hitting, I don't believe in mm -hmm. hitting a child to correct them. 
I believe in sitting down with a child and talking to them and telling them uh, the pros and cons. It's up to them to decide and choose what they want, but at least sit down and talk with them and make them understand. Um, I just love children. I've realized I really love children. If I could have had more, maybe I would have, but also like if someone, <laughs> if someone can just bring like their child and say, please keep my child for me, I'm coming and they don't come back. I will literally embrace that child and bring them <laughs> up as my own. And also I've always wanted to like run an orphanage so I can look after all those abandoned kids and, you know, also being a teacher um, makes me, you know, uh, become that loving person because then every child in my class becomes my child. <laughs> and like, I, I love the way my kids in the classroom always run to me and give me hugs and call me teacher bell and sometimes refuse to go home with their parents and cling on to me. So I don't know, I, I, there's just something about me and being a mom and loving kids. Um, I'm so glad that even though you like didn't become like that fashion designer that you thought you were, that you were going to become, the profession that you ended up in is something that you love and it lights you up the way that it does. Because, yeah, <laughs> it's just so exciting like, hearing you speak about your profession like that. Um, and so now I want to know, now that the girls are old, the girls, you, you, you literally don't need to, like, there's nothing you can do for the girls in terms of, like, raising them. I mean, yeah, you're there for support. Um, you're there to provide money when we're broke. But, <laughs> but like, um, it's not... <laughs> You don't have to be there like 24-7 the way you used to be um, when we were younger. So what does like this next phase of motherhood look like um, for you? Um, I'm really excited that my girls have grown up and they are somehow becoming very independent. So now I, 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 I like literally have enough time on my own so I can pursue the things that I had put a hold on when I become a mom. So now is the time for me to like go back to uh, dancing. I love ballroom dancing a lot, um, travel the world. And I know some of my travels will be with you girls, but some will be on my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now I can literally go anyway and do anything without really worrying if my girls are okay, if my girls are safe and all. Although that's still there, but it's not as when you are still growing up, you're still a child, you're still a baby. You need all that attention and focus. But yeah, now I can literally live my life. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so as we prepare to just like take off this episode, um, what motherly wisdom would you love to leave us with? Um, 
motherhood is beautiful it's amazing and it needs your hundred percent input embrace each pregnancy love it talk to it sing and pray for it um but before all that please plan for each baby plan 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 planning is very important so what i would really advise um any young girls or young women is to like first plan your life focus on getting a career getting a job saving enough money so when you have your baby you will um, be able to support the baby um, provide everything that's needed for the baby without like literally stressing and worrying where you're going to get money to buy nappies from or the formula from so plan your life have a career first save enough money then have a baby and please 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 don't have a baby to keep a man that is a no no zero we don't condone that in this house we do not condone that <laughs> thank you so much Bobby. thank you for being here thank you for loving and supporting us thank you for loving put up as well and supporting it um yeah i'm just so grateful that i get to have you as my mom and go through life with you as my mother and as my friend so i love you I'm dropping this on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll be waiting for my present. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you so much um to everybody for listening in. Um see you on the next episode. If you is it see you or like, yeah, I guess see you on the next episode, even though you're gonna hear me on the next episode. Um, yeah, thank you for listening and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and support any of the initiatives that you see us putting up.